a gospel for a message, for news, for a headline, is the primary meaning of the word euangelion in Greek. Really doesn't define a type of book, a piece of writing, but it means somebody comes on the scene and says, I've got a piece of news to tell you. And so we find that used in Paul a lot. He'll talk about the gospel, or sometimes he'll talk about his gospel as opposed to versions of the good news that he doesn't think are good news. People have not got it right. And there he really means this basic proclamation of the Christian message of salvation in Christ, or when he talks about the truth of the gospel. So the puzzle partly occurs as to how did something which meant one thing in Greek and which we still use in that sense of a title, a message, an oral kind of teaching, how did that get switched over to mean something that's in a book, that looks like a book, that is written down? It appears that, in part, uh, Mark helped the process along because the first sentence of Mark talks about the news about Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So if you have the first sentence of something that turns out to be written and circulated, then that's one way in which the word, which originally sort of meant this dynamic message telling, gets put down and looks like it's a designation for a piece of writing. But as we'll see in a minute, none of the other gospel writers actually understood the word gospel to mean a book. They give a different beginning. So they don't begin with that word, so they don't understand it as a title yet. But it seems that sometime in the second century, Christians started to use gospel not in the sense of just the message about salvation, but they started to use the word gospel for a written book and for one which talked about Jesus. And in addition, as there were a number of such books in circulation that were not like the synoptics from the first century, people didn't stop writing accounts of Jesus after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Early Christians were still writing a lot of these other things. And they're the ones that make the big press. They're the ones that you see on the media. And people get very confused, at least in my parish, they get very confused. Whenever something like the Gospel of Judas or the Gospel of Thomas or some other gospel from a second or third, the Gospel of Mary, from a second or third century or later Christian writing, that's titled Gospel, gets discovered, or there's a new manuscript, or some talking head appears on TV about it, and then they get all worried. Well, gee, do we have to start reading this one, too? We can hardly figure out the three, four we've got. Do we have to read these? And, of course, to some degree, the marketing media folks want you to be confused because they don't really want you to know the difference between the ones that were always used in the church 
from the earliest times as sort of the authoritative accounts of Jesus, and other things which you might say are, are sort of religious novels. You know, somebody writes a religious novel. They write so, just like they, today they would make a movie about Jesus or Mary Magdalene or something like that, or a musical like Jesus Christ Superstar. And, and those tell you a lot about how certain groups of Christians understood their faith or understood Jesus or imagined it to have been. But that's a very different process from thinking about a gospel as something that embodies the real core picture of the truth of salvation. What is it that the churches in general are going to gather around and hold?